Welcome to the First Scary Stories Podcast. Today, we'll be talking about Ouija Board Knocks Back. It all started two years ago in 2018 in a dark basement with a Ouija board that was found behind the cupboards. We had done it before, but we never actually expected anything to happen. We were just trying to scare little kids or other friends that we had that were at school, or even the teachers too. One night though, my friend Johnny had said, Hey Jordan, let's go take the Ouija board to my house. I said, okay, with my deep voice. I wasn't expecting anything to happen that night. But then, it was just us, seven of us. Me, Johnny, Ufa, Dongo, Fox, Remington, and Tika. I was very skeptical about the whole situation. I never thought actually doing a Ouija board in my house was a good idea. But Johnny wanted to play, and no one ever says no to Johnny. In my house, there has been around two deaths, maybe three. I know one for sure was my grandma, but the other one, I don't know. Johnny started playing with Remington and Fox. They were all in a circle, and after a few minutes, it starts moving. And I was thinking that one of them was just messing around, trying to scare each other. But then I heard creaking upstairs and no one was upstairs. I looked around the room and I saw everyone downstairs waiting to play. And I thought, was I the only one that heard the creaking? I thought to myself that I was, maybe it was just someone upstairs in the bathroom, but I was sure that everyone was downstairs. Johnny started asking the board more questions after the planchette had first moved. He had found out that it was a 10-year-old girl. She said she was murdered in this house. He asked who murdered her. She said it was her father. Her father had come into her room and killed her with her own knife. Johnny said he started getting freaked out. He said that the planchette had moved all on its own and that they weren't even messing with it but I didn't believe them. I thought they were lying and just trying to scare everyone else. After a while, four people had left and Johnny and Fox had stayed with me at the house. They were staying for a sleepover. We decided to make some food and then watch some movies and then go to bed. In the middle of the night, I woke up to go to the bathroom. I looked down the hallway and I saw the cross that's usually stuck up on the wall wasn't there anymore. I went to the bathroom and then I went back to the room. I heard some weird eerie noises throughout the house. When I had gotten back to the room, Johnny was weirdly sitting up in bed. He told me to go look outside the window. So I went over to the window and opened the blinds. I saw two bright white eyes looking back at me. It freaked me out for a second, but I was wondering if it was just some lights, and then out of nowhere it just ran away. I then heard scratching behind me, so I turned around as fast as I could. Johnny was standing up, staring at the wall, scratching the wall with a knife, I think. He turned around and looked at me, and his eyes were closed. 
He got down on his knees and then brought the knife up to his neck and slit his own throat. I turned and looked at Fox to wake him up, but Johnny had also stabbed him too. After that, I had ran out the house. I had ran down the street and knocked on my neighbor's house. I asked them to call the police. The police had gotten there and surprisingly, there were no bodies there. They thought I was lying and it was just a prank call, but it wasn't. And when my parents came home, I told them the same story and they didn't believe me. Night after night, sleeping in that house, I had an eerie feeling that someone was watching me. A year later, we had moved into a different house in a different town. The town seemed quiet and chill, and after a few months of living there, I thought nothing was wrong or strange. One day, I went to go take out the trash, and I saw one of the neighbors and I waved to him, and out of nowhere, he turned around suddenly and he had bright glowing eyes just like that night when Johnny and Fox were killed. I had ran back inside and told my parents what I saw and they said they didn't believe me. So for the rest of my life, it was stuck in my mind that I was always being followed. I thought I was going crazy. Like and share and part two of Scary Podcast will be coming soon.